Hello, hello, hello. It's me, Rebecca Conran, your host on the Energy Report on the New Story podcast. And this week, the astrological influences we are looking at, the energy of the time, we are looking at October the 7th through the 13th. The theme that I've chosen this week is I look for the benevolence and the beauty in each moment. I look for the benevolence and beauty in each moment. You know, we are taught, uh, especially through the media and all of the messages that we're constantly getting, um, social media, the news uh, from one another, to really focus in on the aspects of terror and fear and um, the scary parts of life. You know, we're fixated on that. And um, yet in each moment, there's also this true, true beauty. There's love. There's um, an acknowledgement of, of, uh, of truth always happening. Um, there are people doing absolutely wonderful things in the world. So this week, the theme is just about purposefully looking for that, you know, as a way to see that life isn't all just about the shit that's going on. There is also all of the stuff that's going on that's working for us, that's helping us, that's loving us. Um, So in order to help train ourselves out of the old mental... uh, habitual stress-making thoughts, you know, we have to actively seek to look for the, uh, the beauty. And that's, so that's what we're going to be doing this week. I look for the benevolence and beauty in each moment. The tarot card I've pulled is the chariot. <clears throat> I really liked what the Osho uh, Zen tarot said in the description book for this card. It says, part of it says, the veil of illusion, illusion that has been keeping you from... Pre- wow, I just really can't talk today. The veil of illusion that has been keeping you from perceiving reality as it is, is starting to burn away. The fire is not the heated fire of passion, but the cool flame of awareness. As it burns the veil, the face of a very delicate and childlike Buddha becomes visible. This card is about the mastery of emotions. Not the false idea that we will at some point stop having emotions that we deem unsatisfactory, like grief or sadness. That is not mastery of emotions. That's repression of emotions. But rather... Mastery of emotions is where we realize the profound meaning that our lives have by experiencing our emotions without repression or judgment. Your feelings are also your own. They're yours. No one can make you feel a certain way, even though their behaviors can be uh, upsetting or whatever, trigger whatever inside of us. We are still the uh, person responsible for the way that we think and feel ultimately as adults. So this card speaks to curbing the need to project blame onto others for our feelings and the personal responsibility that is required to shift the way we feel from the inside. The ritual this week is a fire ceremony. 
you know, as I'm saying this podcast also and, and just tuning into what we just heard from the Osho Tarot, the, um, that the fire is not the heated fire of passion, but the cool flame of awareness. I'm thinking of, um, you know, an additional ritual we could have this week is where we visualize using the, um, you know, violet flame through meditation to see things being cleansed and, and purified for us. So you can visualize, you know, that, that blue part of the flame, that really just white hot part of the flame. In your mind's eye, you can visualize that as what uh, anything that is troubling you can pass through to be purified, even your own energy, any energies trying to access you. You can uh, imagine that they have to pass through this fire of purification, not not to be burned up and to dis- be destroyed, but to be transformed and purified. But the other ritual this week is a fire ceremony. So we've got a full moon coming up this week, and um, you know it's time to write and burn some intentions. Uh, how long has it been since you connected with spirit and gave your worries, fears, and hopes and dreams over for support? You don't need a special piece of paper. You don't need to sit in a special way or at a special place. You could if that was available to you, but you can also just do it at home, you know, after work, uh, at your kitchen table, uh, at any time in an easy and casual manner. You just need to sit and spend, you know, um, 15-20 minutes just handwriting all the things that are swelling and swirling within you and then safely burn it and give it up to spirit to give you support and sort of like, um, you know, uh, symbolically kind of like wash your hands of, of needing to control the outcome of certain things and letting spirit intervene and, and support you. So last week we had so much Pluto stuff going on. That was, uh, pretty intense. We're still kind of Continuing with these themes, because Pluto rules Scorpio, and now we're entering into Scorpio season. We've got our personal planets uh, in Scorpio. We've got a Mercury retrograde that's going to happen at the end of the month in Scorpio. So Pluto's featuring, you know, that energy of transformation of, like, what's what's the underbelly? We go through this every year. You know, it's not that, like, somehow we are... Um, being punished or something by the astrology. That's not how it works. We Every single year we go through a Scorpio season and there's certain things that need transformation. We honor uh, our ability to uh, die and be reborn. Um, hopefully we honor the dead as well and those who have passed before us. You know, and also maybe we just have like a really spooky good time in October. <laughs> you know, Halloween's a fun time, you know. It's not all, it doesn't all have to be like, uh, just like the sad parts of transformation. It, it can also be an honoring of the inner mystic, you know, and our connection to synchronicity and to uh, like profound healing, which uh, happens through the Scorpio energy too. All right, so let's get into the meat and potatoes of this week. On Monday, the 7th of October, Mercury, which is our thoughts and perception and mind in Scorpio, is in opposition to Uranus our ability to revolutionize, uh, which is in Taurus currently, plus the sun or I, our identity in Libra squares Saturn, our maturity, our uh, masculine energy in Capricorn. So what does this mean? 
We want to watch for conflict on this day, mental or otherwise, uh, or technological communications breakdown. Some of this Mercury energy that we're seeing uh, that needs to be shaken up may be a precursor for uh, what we might be experiencing personally through the retrograde uh, at the end of the month, um, which I'm a, which I'll discuss in a sec. Um, so anything we're in mental resistance to, we might find changing whether we like it or not at this time. You know, with our identity or the sun coming to blows, with our masculine energy, Saturn, we can either let go and allow change to happen or we can be dragged by the changes. You know, either way, things are changing and your resistance or your res- responsibility to allowing these changes to happen can mean you're, um, you know, having an easier time of it or not. Change, change, change. Listen, you are loved. You are loved. Acknowledge the lessons and move on. It's not a failure to go through change. This is part of our evolutionary process. And uh, you're a powerful and brave being who's been incarnated at this time to do this very work. So Mercury is going to station retrograde at the end of the month on the 31st, uh, which should be a very spooky time for us. Um, so, you know, we're going to start to feel the shadow of the retrograde on 1019. Retrogrades are great times to finish up projects or to work on things that you already have in play in your lives. This is not something to fear. We've all been through many retrogrades in our lifetimes, and here we still are. Some of us were born on retrogrades. Um, it's all good. Uh, we're going to discuss this more next week. But um, yeah, this is a time when you can kind of tie up some loose ends. Uh, on Tuesday, the 8th of October, Venus is going to enter Scorpio. So Venus is a, a, a lovely personal planet, and it's how we love and want to be loved And it's going to enter this passionate and sexy, but also deeply emotionally transformative Scorpio. So this energy values intimacy and intensity. It doesn't want to engage in the superficial. It needs to get down and dirty in more ways than one. You might find that you're a little, things are a little bit more sexually charged at this time as we feel like we want to merge with uh, other people or go deeper into our relationships As with all the water signs, with extreme sensitivity also comes a radical bravery to do the emotional work and an ability to connect to feelings in a powerful and intuitive way. So we're going to feel more passionately connected to our values with this energy. Um, The shadow side of this is going to be power struggles. Issues with control or possessiveness may come up. Obsessive or addictive tendencies might come up. Uh, With Venus and Libra, we were acknowledging partnership and its necessity and reflecting ourselves back to us. And now this is a great time to go to a deeper place in our relationships or a deeper place in our relationship to self-worth and how we and how we love ourselves. On uh, the next massive shift that we're going to be feeling this week is Sunday, the 13th of October. And, you know, there are some other shifts, but I've picked like the major days uh, that I think are just going to be the times when we might most need to know what WTF is going on. So on Sunday, the 13th of October, we've got a full moon in Aries. So there's a lot going on around this full moon. And without getting into the details of what is opposing square sextile what and complicating things with too much verbiage, 
I'll just say Aries is a really fiery warrior energy, and it's going to ensure that there are explosive moments to this energy. Um, the moon represents the inner persona, our emotional and creative selves, our feminine energy. This can be a powerful activation time if you're using it to energetically secure boundaries. You know, if you need that fire to say no, or you need that fire to find the impulse and ignition to start something new or to move through your feelings. Um, it becomes unhelpful when we use this fiery energy to project on or fight with others. Pluto is featuring in this full moon energy again. So issues of control, manipulation, possession all become magnified. Many of us, if we're asked, if we were, if I were to ask you, do you think you're manipulative? <laughs> you're probably going to say, of course not. I would never. Gosh, Rebecca. But where we try to prick and prod life and, and others to get our way uh, is a manipulation. We're all guilty of it, myself included, you know. So where we exit the intuitive flow of being in sync with spirit and we use our willpower to get our way, that's where we are exerting power, control, and manipulation, okay? So these behaviors, they might not be manipulations that are causing, you know, violence and harm and, and, and abuse, However, they may be um, they may be reconfirming dysfunctional patterns in our lives. They may be supporting us in repeating things that we are sick of, you know, and we don't want to repeat anymore. So uh, it's good to know where we try to manipulate life uh, and get our way so that we can also become more in flow with the intuitive process of life we can actually feel more naturally powerful and we can feel uh, a natural sense of benevolence in the world. So, you know, this, this full moon, it might help us to kind of see more clearly uh, anywhere where, where that is coming up, where those power struggles are coming up for us, um, where you struggle with anxiety and depression, you know, those, those, um, Anxiety and depression both help us. It's just information. It actually helps us to see where we might be moving against the flow of life and in resistance and repression to our natural flow. It has. There's a lot of wonderful information that can be garnered if we examine our anxiety or depression. Uh, remember, if you're struggling with this energy, support is available to you either through a practitioner who is waiting for you to reach out and invest in yourself uh, energetically or via spirit who is always longing for your call in each moment longing for you to reach out and ask for support uh, even right now as you're listening to me you can stop this podcast and you can ask for support right now right this moment you know um, so with this full moon in Aries like our emotions may be coming to a boiling point in some way and that can be amazing. That can be amazing. It doesn't have to be like, I'm burning with anger. It can be you're burning with passion. You're burning with creativity. You can't wait to give birth to your a, a new uh, endeavor, a new feminine endeavor to do with creativity um, and your feelings and, and your ability to be and receive in the world. So like 
Yes, we are coming up against places that may be a struggle, for sure. Um, it's not for nothing, though. You know, the struggle is there because we're in resistance. Um, it's not because we're failing, though. It's not because we are not good enough. It is a part of how we evolve. Um, it's a part of how we grow. So, so important. And for human beings, you know, I've been thinking about this a lot of like, uh, and talking to friends about it, about human life. And, um, you know, humans have never been the type of humans that we are today, where we have such a great capacity for empathy. Um, and it is really what separates us from, uh, like our animal, animalistic, original human, uh, you know, relatives is that we have evolved to be able to be empathetic, emotionally empathetic and have compassion. And, um, this has helped us to grow immensely. And now we need to continue to really develop that even further you know, when I think of like what's happening uh, with climate change and the environment, um, Earth is going to be fine. Earth is going to be fine. Earth will go on without us. Earth has already been through many other uh, periods of, of uh, climate change. It's humans. It's humans that are going, ex- going to go extinct. And this has to do with our ability to love ourselves Because if we love ourselves, then we want to live in harmony with the earth. Because either way, Mother Nature is going to, life is going to go on in some way. There's going to be some little element of life that will find its way. Uh, it, it It may not be human life, but it will be life. And nature will find a way to regulate and right itself, even to the extinction of us as humans. But we have to ask ourselves, why as a collective, we are letting ourselves go extinct. And it has to do with self-love, self-care, and a sense of value, a sense of value, because if we're not taking care of the environment, it's actually that we're not taking care of ourselves. So everything that we're being asked to do is to really connect into a deep sense of nurturing with ourselves. And yes, Human life depends on it. It depends on us cultivating compassion, empathy, and, uh, and love for the world around us, for other human beings, but also for ourselves. So, my loves, um, thank you uh, for listening this week. Thank you for all of our Energy Report patrons uh, that help to support the availability of this podcast and the newsletter each week. So grateful for you. Thank you for the Venmo donation from last week from Sheila. I appreciate your energetic recognition of this work, and I hope it continues to support you and all who are connecting into it and seeing your connection, your synchronicity, your magic in your life. If you'd like to support the availability of these podcasts, Uh, and and energy reports, you can do so by giving any amount via Venmo at Rebecca-Conran or uh, via becoming a Patreon, uh, which is linked in the show notes. 
All right, loves, as usual, I'm available for my one-on-one sessions, astrological readings, tarot readings, and of course, my mediumship energy work, uh, which is also available through www.rebeccaconran.com. I look forward to working with you and I will speak to you next week.